Yo. So what you about to hear now is an episode that I did maybe last summer with the two of the coolest motherfuckers you ever meet in your motherfucking life. Akile, host of A Moment With A, and uh, um, my homeboy Elgin. Well, he's also the host of, um, well, they host their own show called A Moment With LNA. Some of the, some of the greatest content you'll ever motherfucking get a chance to listen to. Um, the show is titled Man Cave One Integrity. Like I said, we recorded this episode maybe last summer when they came up from uh, Florida to Baltimore in the trenches. We recorded in the in a beautiful loft right across the street from the trap. But um, check it out. Let me know what you think. Hit them up. Their link to their podcast and their social medias will be in the description of the show. And um, what's up? Check it out. Yo, 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 welcome back, guys. Another edition of LNA Podcast here. But this is a special edition of LNA Podcast because there's no A. Um, so this is the man's round table. Um, I got two of my fellas here that um, you've heard on the previous episode. Um, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and we're we going to kind of dive into a couple things that are very, 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 very pivotal, very, very crucial to, to men and, um, you know, some things that most men don't talk about. So I'll start to my left. Introduce yourself, please, sir. That's me. Oh, my bad. Uh, how y'all doing? It's um, Juice, the uh, uh, creator of the Chilling with Juice podcast. Uh, appreciate you having me again. Definitely, my brother. So appreciate appreciate you, man. Yeah, how you guys doing? It's uh, Sam. You back again. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you, two gentlemen, for, um, for tapping in with me. Like we said, we out here in... West Baltimore, um, just kicking in the penthouse suite, man. <laughs> just trying to drop some knowledge on y'all tonight, uh, today, whenever you may listen to this. Um, so we're going to get right into it, man. The first topic we got, we're going to hit you with two topics on this episode. Um, first topic we got is, when did you learn about integrity and how do you grow it? Uh, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, um, I think maybe in the past five Five years is when I learned about integrity. wasn't something I was taught. It wasn't even something that was, you know, even considered in a conversation. For sure. You know, you just, you know, you just live. You, you I mean, I guess you're taught to, you know, do right mm-hmm. by people or certain people, but no one really sits you down and have have that talk with the you integrity about integrity, talk. right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, and it also um, life experiences too. Mm-hmm. You know, you may go through things with friends or people you may think are your friends. You feel like uh, you may have been crossed or, you know, something along those lines. And I think at that point you may learn about what integrity is or Mm -hmm. how you felt after someone um, harmed you or someone you thought was true to you and loyal to you. Yeah. And, you know, you start to see yourself in their position. Like, you know, I wouldn't do anyone like this. So, you know, unfortunately, we give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, Like a whole lot. We, we we treat people as if, you know, we want to be treated. So we know we don't do anything grimy or just just foul to other people. So, of course, you expect that. But, unfortunately, you know, everyone doesn't live by the same rules. That, yeah, same code. Yeah, Definitely. we all don't live by that code. And I think at that that's when a lot of things, a lot of lessons are taught. 
yeah. through like hurt and pain and things like that. So Definitely. yeah, yeah, I was gonna agree with that. Um, in terms of learning about integrity, I feel like we all kind of get this like conception of like what integrity is. Like I remember, you know, in middle school, it's like what is integrity? Mm-hmm. What do you do when nobody is looking? But I feel like although you know the concept, you don't really fully understand integrity until you you've been put in a situation where you have to exercise that. Mm, what are you going to do point. in that situation? Mm. You know, that's where you decide like, hey, I know the right thing I think to do, you know, or hey, this may not be the right thing, but it's justifiable. Integrity is, you know, staying on that right thing no matter the reason. So mm. I feel like we, we, we get the concept at a young age, but we don't fully exercise it until we're older and we're putting those situations. Yeah. That's really a testament of right. who you are. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I um I I can agree with you and um kinda second that. I think for me, you know, my father always said, you know, um, a man is his word, you know, his word is his bond. Um and I feel like for me that was my first taste of integrity, not being told that's what it was, you know. It was always like you a man of your word. If you told somebody you're gonna be there at five forty five, your ass need to be there at five forty five. You know, if you said like, Hey, I'm gonna help you move on July twenty ninth and this is in February, you better be there July twenty ninth, you know? Um, so I think for me that was my first lessons on integrity, but it didn't go in depth inside of me until I got married. For me personally, you know, um, being a divorcee, it's um, it's one of the things that I can look back on and say, like, you know, um, in those moments when my integrity was tested the most, you know, mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, you know, I love you and I'm vowing my life to you. But, you know, we we face different things out in the world. And that's when you really got to stand up on who you are and be the man that you say you are, you know, and you got to. You got to know you. I I would say, like, you know, any man that doesn't know himself or doesn't challenge himself is not um, a man of integrity, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And this is not to knock anybody down or to say or point any fingers because I'm manning up and say there were some moments in life that I failed at integrity. You know, there's some moments in life that I had to look at the mirror and say, yeah, you fucked that up. That was all you, bro. You can't put that shit on your daddy, you can't put that shit on her. You can't put that shit on the chick across the table that you was looking at when you made that mistake. You know, that's all you, that's all you yeah. know? So, um, I'm man enough to say that, but I feel like that's, that's when you are challenged the most with integrity. Um, and it's really boils down with men, with who you are to yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know that, I struggle with white lies or I struggle with infidelity or cheating or whatever the case may be, or I struggle with emotional balance. It's true too. That's, that's a part of integrity too. Mm -hmm. You know, saying to myself, like I need to go to therapy. Like there's something wrong here. I wish, I wish more of us would say that to ourselves, man. I really do. Yeah. I really, cause you, you see so many people, even like our, our closest friends, closest male friends. And if they feel safe enough to open up to you and things like that, you can see 
the pain. Of, yeah, you, you can see it. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. as your friend and your homeboy, you know, I can only do but so much. So much. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really want to do that because I don't want to gear you in the wrong direction. direction. And we don't know where your emotions may take you with the information that I give you. I just yeah. really wish more of us would do that. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah, man. That that that's that's where I I feel me personally. I started to grow and I started to firm up my integrity. I feel like I had a lot of integrity in situations that were trivial, you know, or with my job. You know what I'm saying? If I said I'm going to be here at 8 o'clock, I was here at 8 o'clock. Or if I said, you know, I'm um, I'm going to go out and recruit, I went my ass out and recruit, you know. Um, but when it mattered the most with um, my situations in inside of marriage or even inside of my personal battles, like, hey, I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. If I don't get up and go, or if I don't put the things inside of my life to be successful, that's a form of, of, of integrity, in my opinion, because you lying to yourself. It's the same thing as lying to your mate. You know, it's all integrity. But if you don't see it that way, you're never going to get the balance to start to grow. Right. You know, if you lie to you, you can lie to the next person. Lie like to anybody. Nothing. Yeah. You know, so I think that's where it starts. And a lot of times as men, we have to get to the point to where we stop fucking lying to ourselves first. But it's, you know what? It's easy to lie to ourselves. Yes. It's easy to tell. Yeah. It's easy to tell ourselves what we want to hear. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then move accordingly. Yeah. It's hard. It's harder to change. We don't want that change. Now, not gonna say we, but a lot of us don't want that change because with change comes work. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, being complacent is you're comfortable. I'm here. I, you know, life is life is good. Yeah, life is good right here. Why change anything? Yeah. But because we're not changing, we don't know who we're affecting by not changing. Exactly. I mean, I mean, ultimately, we are we, we are affecting us, like, horribly by not changing, but the people around us, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know how we're perceived, how we're looked at. Like, if we have kids or things like that, if you're a husband, a boyfriend, or whatever, you know, people are looking at you. Exactly. And they hold you to that a standard. couple goes shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they hold you to a standard. They put mm-hmm. you, some people are put on pedestals. Yeah. And... If you're the only one in a relationship in your family, you better damn right realize that <laughs> that the, the youngsters look looking at yeah, you. They're looking at you like every day, like your every move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like from the time you get up and eat breakfast to the time you go to bed and and, and do it all over again, they look yeah. at you. They watching. They watching you when you're in their presence. They watching that social media. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think like we have to remember that. Like I I remember um. I don't remember what rapper said it, but he was saying, like, I'm nobody's fucking role model, you know? Mm. But I I always remember, you know, there's a scripture that said, too much is given, much is required, you Mm -hmm. know? And when you're blessed, no matter what your blessing may be, it could just be that you made it, you know what I'm saying? You could have, you could be the top dog at your nine to five, you know? For me, I'm an executive chef, Mm. you know? Um, And I know you a lawyer as well. Don't, or don't, don't, don't say lawyer. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> we, we a law student. <laughs> we a law student, you know, but mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so let's just break it down. For you, it could be somebody in your family, just you making it to the point to where you a law student, you know? Um, and them seeing that, and that's their that's their benchmark, you know? Um, so I just think, like, I use that example to say, like, you know, you got to realize sometimes you, you are the only thing that someone sees, yeah. you know, and it's sad to see, 
but you're the only thing that someone takes serious too. Yeah. You know, because they can see a lot of stuff on the internet. You know, YouTube is crazy, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. All of know, it's crazy. All of it's wild. But that, when they see you, they relate to you. They want to be like you. They want to emulate you. And they want to get the things that you've earned, you know. But it goes deeper than that. You know, they should they should be able to also respect the man that you are by the integrity that you possess. Yeah. You, know? you have to be very conscientious in order to, like, maintain that integrity. Yeah. Because as you said, like, you really have to know yourself, like, and if that requires you not putting yourself in certain situations, yes. understand that and do that. Like, don't don't play yourself, you know? Like, don't right. be like, right. oh, I'm not going to do it this time. Right. Yeah. Put yourself yeah. in that yeah. same situation. You're going to do it. And guess what? You it. get the same outcome, you know? Exactly. Like, now you eating crow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Change is a slow process. And I feel like this error of, you know, media and internet. Microwave has, society. Is, is, is yeah. exacerbated that. Like, everybody yeah. believes that, like, change is supposed to occur, like, with instantly. The, instantly. Yeah, very yeah. instantaneous, the blink of an eye. But it's like, no, like, you guys see what I want you to see online, but you got to understand, like, behind the post, I'm taking baby steps every day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking beatings. Yeah. Beatings. Yeah. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard. I feel like in order to, like, fully understand integrity, and that, again, it comes through moments. I feel like it comes through moments of trials. Like, you won't get it, mm-hmm. fully get it, until you're put in that moment. But it means that you have to have that discipline as well. Like, Correct. you have to be yeah. disciplined enough to be like, oh, no. Like, because sometimes, you know, uh, we have a lot of motivated individuals, but it's not until you're going through hard times or you really, you really kind of learn the difference between motivation and discipline. Mm, yes. Motivation is saying, hey, I want to do this. This is what I feel like doing. Hurrah. Discipline is saying, like, no, I want to do this, and I know that I need to continue to do this. Even when you're going through those bad days, having that discipline yeah. will help so much it's with a that game changer. factor. Yeah. It's a game changer. You need that discipline. Because just the motivation and the talent sometimes isn't enough. Ain't gonna get you to the. It ain't. It don't get you to the finish line. Nah, it's not gonna get you there. Yeah, motivation gets you through month one. Discipline gets you through month nine. Yeah, (laughs) for sure, for sure. With with still months left in the year, you know exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard. It's it's really hard, man. And I think like, you know, for for just us as black men, I think that you know the whole concept of integrity has to be has to be drived home from a young age. I mean, there's plenty of examples out there of, of young men and the things that they do that are against integrity. You know, it could be taking a piece of candy from the store. You know what I'm saying? While the little dude turned his head, you know, you're still in a bubble gum. And he don't know that you stole it, but he asks you. You know, and you look at him and you say, no, of course not. I ain't steal nothing, you know. It starts there. Yeah. You know, that's integrity. Yeah. You know, he turned his head, you took the gum. Mm-hmm. He thought about it. He asked you. And then you twice denied mm-hmm. integrity. Yep. You you took it when he wasn't looking. And then when he asked you, man to man, you lied to his face, you know. So I think it starts there. And those small things are the conversations that, you know, as black men, we got to have with our young black men and and, and kind of give back to our community and and remold and reshape our community because i think you know a little bit slightly as black men we kind of we kind of sweep under the rug the the way that you know lives are portrayed you know um we kind of dress it up a little bit and i think that we could do a a lot bit better with um you know the way that we address it and the way that we start at a young age i think that 
you start there, you build a solid foundation. And then, of course, you know, once a man gets a certain age or a young man gets a certain age, they're going to have some bumps and bruises in the yeah. road, you know. Yeah. But, you know, that's life. Exactly. That's life. And, you know, growing up in, in Baltimore um, and even riding around, you know, you see the, you see the young men. And you, ca- you, can, you can see when things are wrong. Yeah. And I feel like what we're missing now is, like, the OGs, so mm-hmm. to speak. You know, the old heads that led you or that you saw mm-hmm. doing certain things. We don't have that now. Nah. Yeah, wait, our, I'll, our, I'll, our OGs are like 12. I'll, now, I'll, I'll you know? rephrase that. Do you think we just don't have it or we just have a generation that no longer like puts respect the respect so. on that? Oh, know? yeah. I think that's a part yeah. of it too because, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's cats. I, I give you a prime example. It's a cat, man. I took him under my wing. You know, um, in the culinary world, and I told him, I say, hey, you know, you want to be a chef, you want to do this, you want to do that. I say, I'm gonna hire you. I'm paying you more than you worth, more than you earned. That's all love. That's mm-hmm. out of just genuine passion, out of my heart, that I want to give you more money than you're worth. But I also want to give you more than what you gonna learn in culinary school. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd be damning if this motherfucker ain't sit here one day and was just like, oh, I asked him, I say, well, why are you doing this this way? Oh, because I want to. That ain't the biggest yeah, fucking slap in yeah, the face. I don't is. know what it is. It is. I never taught you that. It is. You know, you're doing it exactly wrong. you going against everything that I've ever showed you. Yeah. You know? And not to say, like, I'm God and my word is bond, but it just goes to show, like, if you learned it a certain way and this is the right way and you choose to go opposite of that, it's not anything wrong with the teacher. It's something wrong with you as the student. The cool thing now is a is is to do the wrong thing. Yeah, like yeah. Not, nothing is right. But and and again, that just goes back to like what they see. Like everything, like now that everything is available, you're always gonna see the wrong more than the good. Like yeah. Oh yeah. Darkness yeah. is always gonna be like the yeah. thing that's you yeah. know buzzworthy. It's always gonna be the thing that's talked about. And Nobody, the wrong is quick, boy. Very quick. You get yeah. 12, 13 seconds of the wrong, and then the right is two, three minutes, and you don't want to yeah. watch that you, shit. You don't pay that any mind. Right. Yeah, exactly. you don't pay that no mind. It's I, you know, I'm not I'm not old, right? I'm 34 years old, but I am starting to really hate the internet. Yeah, right. Like I'm really starting to hate, like you said, all the negativity that's being shown. Like that's all, all it is. See. It's nothing it's positive. Like, that's what's like on the it's, surface. It's in your uh, your hashtags, the shit on your explore page. Uh, people are reposting it and retweeting it, mm-hmm. and those are the things that go viral. And like you said, the buzzwords, and it's like, come on, like this again, like yeah. again, again, yeah, again. I have a question for you too, uh, and this also pertains to both integrity and the internet. So now, with the age of the internet, where everything is fully online, and we have like this era of performative apologies, performative, you know, just performances all the time. Mm. Do you think that it's making it easier or harder for the youngsters? I, mean, I say youngsters, but I'm also like not old. I'm 27. Right. Uh, yeah. But do you feel like it's harder for the generation that's beneath us to, or I shouldn't say beneath, the younger generation? Yeah, a little bit um, younger than us. Yeah, younger than us. Is it harder for them to kind of grasp that when all they're seeing is like, okay, so this is what I do if this happens. This is what I do if that happens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, and I hate to say it, but we don't have a lot of people in the community goes back to the OGs and the old head. We don't really have a lot of people who will sit down and talk to them. So all they're getting is what they're seeing online. They're mm-hmm. emulating that. Their role models are all they see online. And because mm-hmm. 
bad news trends and it gets the interaction that's mm-hmm. all that's getting put in the forefront yeah you think that's making it more difficult for them or how would you guys discuss that definitely difficult i feel like you know the the old saying um a video killed the radio star yeah like it, the video the internet would be the video is killing everything that the a person in like live person in front of your face could tell you like it's, they don't care about it because i saw x y and z do this I don't care what you got to say about this. They did this. That's and, what I and saw. And look what they got. Mm-hmm. Look what they're driving. Look what they're wearing. And you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that is, is sickening. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, it's, it's almost like an outer body experience. It's like, you, like you're seeing it happen in slow motion every day, and it's nothing you can do or say about it. It's, it's the wildest thing to me. I trip over that all the time. Like You can see the deterioration of our society and youth. Play out in front of us, just right there, in front of our eyes, yeah. like right in front of our eyes. And I, until now, I've never expressed. Maybe, I, and also, I'm a, I am paying attention to a lot more now. Yeah, right. Um, I'm watching the news more, and I'm I'm paying attention to politics and all of that, and call it my maturity or my age. But I'm just starting to see things just not add the hell up. Yeah, maybe maybe my third eye is open. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But things are just not adding up at all. Yeah. At all. And also this pandemic has really shown us a lot of that shit too. Like it, nothing makes sense. Nothing. And even if you try to make sense of it, you sit back looking crazy. Like how does nothing make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely it's, think. Go ahead. Yeah, but to answer your question, Sam, um, I think that it does have an effect to the fact that the matter is kids or young individuals nowadays look more to the internet for inspiration than ever. They look more to the internet for inspiration to connect to somebody, you know, and I think when Kobe died, this was a major eye-opener for me of the amount of people that said, I never met Kobe a day in my life, but the passion he played with, but the accountability he put on himself, it made a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I really didn't get how impactful the internet was until then, mm-hmm. just to see the outpour and the love, and it was a great thing, but I'm looking at it on the other side, like, God damn, the internet is that fucking powerful. Oh, man, it's These powerful. people never seen this nigga in the flesh, and no, and no disrespect to Kobe, Kobe the Great, being everything that he did in a positive light, because he wasn't perfect, let's be real. He did have some shortcomings, but everything he did in a positive light was impactful to a lot of people, men, women, boy, girl, child. But for me to see that, and also I can say when Nipsey died as well, Mm. to read these posts on Facebook and to see the tweets on Twitter of how men, grown men, Young men, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, impressionable youth, Mm -hmm. how they connected with these two individuals. And they said, I never met them a day in my life. I never seen them with my own two eyes. I only ever watched them through the Internet. But the impact that they had on these people's lives, it just goes to show you how powerful the Internet is. And it goes back to what we're saying is you don't have those people in the community that sit down and talk to the young individuals and say, hey, man, you know. This is what it is. This is what it ain't. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to say, you know, we talk about, you know, the black 
what's missing in the black community sometimes. And a lot of times we say, you know, the black men, but black men been missing in the black community wow. for decades. Wow. Yeah, but that's all Let's strategic. Be real. We know that. We yeah, know that. it was all strategic. Yes, Absolutely. it was definitely it was. all strategic. But I feel like today in today's society, we have to not just crush stereotypes, but we have to we have to demolish them yeah. as black men. If you got a kid, and even if you don't got a kid, and you just a positive mind, thought, thinker, speaker, it's your responsibility to get back to your fucking community. I'm sorry. It is. No, it I ain't is. saying you got to be out there 24-9 marching and nothing like that, but take a day off. Mm-hmm. You get paid for that shit. Take a sick day. Take mm-hmm. a vacation day. And go down to the school and talk to the jits sometimes, you know, or go up to the corner. When you see a little nigga that's 13 years old that's selling some shit that he don't know nothing about, shaking in his motherfucking boots trying to figure out who the next person coming to get it. You know what it look like, my guy. Walk Mm -hmm. up on his ass. Mm -hmm. Tell Tell him about himself, you know what I'm saying? And nine times out of ten, we be knowing who the dope man is. We know who they are. Take that shit and give it right back to the nigga and, and challenge him, bro. Like, hey, man, I ain't I ain't here to step on your toes. You do what you do. You make your money your way. But don't take this kid life, man. Young boy. Push him away. Young boys. Now, like, you, you know a motherfucker that's 20, 30. They don't want shit. They want to sell for you. That's who you get. But don't get this little 13-year-old that's out here trying to make some money because his mama ain't home Mm -hmm. or his mama working two, three jobs, and that's all he know Mm -hmm. is to be the man of the house. But push him away, man. Push him away, man. Give him an opportunity to to do something with his life, you know? Mm -hmm. Or the nigga that's the biggest athlete in the neighborhood, the fastest cat, and you got the nigga running drugs for you because the police can't catch up with him. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit, man. Yeah, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, don't mm-hmm. kill our community. Like, that comes with like keeping them accountable. Like, and that's like, I feel like keeping your brothers accountable is such a big thing. Like, me personally, I, you know, if I have people in my circle who, you know, women beaters or, you know, all of that, like, no, like, we having that conversation. And if you can't understand, I don't want you in my circle. Thanks. But that comes with that uncomfortable conversation. What I realize is that, like, a lot of men, we don't like talking emotions with other men. No, yeah. we don't. At we, all. Yeah, we don't like being uncomfortable. At all. We don't have it. But good things come from being uncomfortable and, exactly. and, and overcoming that. And we never have. Think about it. You know, um, you know, I can count on one hand maybe the uncomfortable conversations I had with my father. But I can ask brothers that I know. And they can't count on no hands the uncomfortable conversations they have with with any man, not just their father. Any man. So I think that it goes back to what we're talking about, integrity, Mm -hmm. and us as men having teaching integrity moments from a young age with these young men about the mistakes that they're making now and how it's going to impact them 10 years from now. Mm. You know, you're 14 now. Doing this, but when you're 24, out of your mama house, maybe you made it to college, maybe you got a degree. Now you out here in the world making, you know, ends meet, and and you slipping and falling, you know. Um, and not just with women. Don't get me wrong. A lot of men fuck up with integrity mm-hmm. with women. Mm-hmm. We know that. We admit that. We yeah. we put that on the table. But at the same time, how do we get to the point to where we don't mess up with women? 
is where we get our integrity right with ourselves first. Yeah. You yeah. know, we look ourselves in the mirror and we say, hey, man, I done put on some pounds and it ain't nobody fault but me because I'm being lazy. I'm eating mm-hmm. bullshit or I ain't working out or I ain't loving myself enough to respect myself to say, hey, man, this shit ain't good for me, bro. Like right. it might taste good, but it ain't good for me. Right. You know, or to say, hey, man. You know, my mom don't ask me for, but for a few things, and I can't even get off my ass and do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might be go to church once a month with her, you mm-hmm. know, or it might be, um, you know, come by and help her clean out the shed, and you can't even make time to, mm-hmm. to go do that. You always lying to her, giving her an excuse. You know, hey, I, I'm going to come today, don't show up today. Mm-hmm. You know, or grandma that I don't want much, but for you to bring – the nieces and nephews around and right. you got every excuse in the book knowing you got plenty of time. You know what I'm saying? That all boils down to integrity. Right. You know? Um, and being a man of your word. So I think like, you know, like we sent around the table is it starts with us holding our other brothers accountable that's closer to our age. You know, like we all ain't really that old, you know, 34, 27, and I'm 30, you know, so um it really starts here. With, I feel like with that age bracket right there, what we yeah. in, that 28 to 35, like, because mm-hmm. that's when you get to the point in life where you either done figured out what the fuck you going to do career-wise, mm-hmm. or you ain't figured it out and you feeling it. Yeah. You know? And then at the same time, in that age, 28 to 35, either you got a lady or you kind of playing some chicks. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You playing yeah. the field, you got two, three over here, you got whatever you got. Very aware you of the fact, you know? by the way. Very aware yeah. of the yeah, yeah but you're very aware. <laughs> exactly. You're very aware that, you know, you got two or three or you got one and you're taking the serious and, and you need to grow with her because you love her and you don't want to do wrong by her, mm-hmm. you know. And that, I think, like, for me, that's a very big key to success in any relationship on the male perspective is our integrity with ourselves mm-hmm. and how it transforms to our integrity with our partners and us being open and honest with our partners because we being open and honest with ourselves, mm. you know. And I'm just say like, you know, therapy is everything, bro. Like, I, I, I definitely, I definitely made the best strides in my life when I was consistent with therapy, and I did it even when the fuck I didn't want to go. Yeah, you know, the hardest times. I don't want to bear my soul to this person. I don't want to cry anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel like a piece of shit because of all the things that I admitted to myself that I did wrong and when nobody fucking fault but my own, you know? Um, so I think that though being uncomfortable with oneself first is the key to being comfortable with anybody else. Yeah. First step. That's what I think. I have this quote that I uh, live by, well, two quotes, but I'm going to reference one, and that's just lifting as I climb, and that and that can apply to anything. Like, as I'm, you know, going, you know, places in my career, I want to go down and mentor. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to do this? Okay, bet. Just like you did, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to grab you under my wing. This is what I'm going to do. Right. Or even when it comes to mental, like, hey, starting to go to therapy, this is good for me, and because it's good for me, I'm going to be a better individual. Mm-hmm. And that, and what you see is the people around you also start to feel that vibe. Yeah, and they also exactly. elevate with you. So it's always about lifting as you climb. Like there, I don't really like the crab in a barrel mentality. I don't think that no one should be trying to take anyone down with them. 
I'm all about like, hey, I'm going to focus on me if I know I need to focus on me. And I know being the best version of myself will be better for all those that are around me because I can now mentor more. I can now inspire more. And I can now, you know, just notice things that you aren't going to notice before because you've had that uncomfortable conversation right. with yourself. You've had the bad moments. You, you've looked at yourself in the mirror and was like, yeah. hey, a- is this really who I want to be? Like, is this the person that I want to look at? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I feel like, you know, is very good is just doing those affirmations. We need to do that more. Like, yeah. I have so many. You Building know, ourselves up, yeah, man. Exactly. Like, I have, you know, I have sisters and cousins, and they do that religiously. But it's like, it's never really As talked about on, like, yeah. the guy front. Like, yeah, yeah like, you are strong. Yeah. You can't do this. You know, it's okay to cry. Yeah. Like, those, yeah. having those as, those affirmations to yourself, they do a lot of Exactly. Work, and it's know? not just about, I'm a black king. Well, what is a black king? find that yeah. what defines a black king what do you mean yeah. by that exactly yeah. what makes me a black king because i'm honest with thyself first mm-hmm. what makes me a black king not just because i'm a black man and i got a nice beard and you know mm-hmm. i keep a fresh lineup that don't make me a king right. you know um so definitely i i definitely second that motion of affirmations man um i have a little list of affirmations myself you know mm-hmm. i i will make it it will work or it will work you know, it's going to happen. Exactly. It will happen. It will work or it will work. Mm-hmm. And that applies to whatever in life, you know. Yeah. I Everything. will be better or I will be better. It's no other option. Yeah. You know, and when you tell yourself that and you apply that to anything in your life and you be real with yourself and say, hey, I failed today. But how can I get back up? Yeah. You know, I'm going to get back up. You know, I will get back up. You know, I failed myself first. Mm-hmm. And I think like, you know, we got to start getting to the point where it's like. I failed me before I failed anybody else, mm-hmm. you know, um, and even in even in, you know, even in your spiritual walk, you know, you may believe in God or whoever you believe in. But whoever you believe in, you still failed you first, mm-hmm. then them second, you know. And that's that's the key. You know, you got to get to the point where you're looking in the mirror 24-7, 24-9, and it's like, it's me versus me. Versus me. You know? Me versus me. That's huge. That's sure. that's it. You are your biggest competitor, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I want to kind of speak on the next topic. And um, I know you got to shoot out of here real quick, but I do want to ask this question and get your opinion before you ride out, bro. All right. Definitely. So the next thing I want to talk about is um, who was your first love and how did that relationship shape you into the man you are today? Yeah. Um, again, it's I'm just going to refer to them by initials. It's A, B. Honestly, um, what it really shaped me is that, like, you can have all these ideals and ideas of what a relationship will be like and what mm-hmm. it should be like. But at the end of the day, like in the relationship, it's only you and that individual. Mm-hmm. And if you guys can't become, you know, on the same, you know, playing field, get on the same level, you know, come to a compromise and whatever else ideals or thoughts you had or even the other opinions, because we have a lot of people who focus heavily on opinions from the outside. And it's just like at the end of the day, you have to realize that it's going to be you and that person. Mm-hmm. So before any others get involved, you and that other person got to come to an understanding. Definitely. Got to make sure you guys both know what you want, right. what you don't want, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's the biggest thing it's taught for me. Like, my lip, like as much as people want relationships to be public, 
fundamentally it's a private and intimate thing. Yes. Yeah. Repeat yeah. that one more yeah. time for the people <laughs> in the back because yeah. just just repeat that, man, because yeah. it's like, damn, bro, like I I hate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't I'll get me wrong. That. Don't it. get me wrong. Like social media is a great thing. You know, you can post pictures, you can do this, you can do that, you talk, you can express how you feel. But my thing is if you and I mean this wholeheartedly. You ain't gonna post when that nigga cheat on you. Don't post when that nigga put when that nigga <laughs> motherfucking bite you up a, no, a bag or y'all on vacation That's and all real. that shit like that. Um, and some people do. They'll post both. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I tell people all the time, that ain't my business. I don't oh. need to know what's going on yeah, in your I, house. I don't have you know? to know that. This is not my business. I don't want to know that because I mean, me me personally, my relationships are private. Like, yeah. like probably at least as far as the internet is concerned, right? Yeah. Those in my media circle who know me know. Yeah. But the internet, good or bad or indifferent, you won't see them at all. As far, I mean, not to say that you, based on the things that I post, like I'm out here just wilding out and doing things like yeah. that. No, of course, you know, there's respect and integrity, of course. But my relationship is private. Yeah. It ain't, it's, 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 it's not for the, the internet, the internet's it's microscope. It's nobody's business. And that's, a, that's, that's one thing, like, I just wish women would understand a little bit more is that there the is relationship no yeah the yeah, relationship is between yeah. you and I nobody else nobody else and if you believe in God you I and God you yeah. know and at the end of the day that's the only person we got to answer to we got to answer the social media or your friends or your or cousin your friends, that's nosy or, or your cousin. mama <laughs> nobody or your best friend or your auntie that just so happy to find me on Instagram you exactly. know what I mean we don't have to I'm not even worried like they're not even in my realm of thinking Exactly. I, they're it's not just, even on my radar. It's out of sight, out of mind. I, you are in sight and in mind. That's exactly. it. And everyone else is Second secondary. That. And that's okay. Like, you have to understand, like, not publicizing things is not a bad thing. It's not. You have to understand, like, it's relationships not me are meant to, yeah, 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 I'm not hiding no, you. You're not a secret. No, 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 no. Yeah, like, relationships, at the end of the day, they are meant to be an intimate thing. Like, you're not going to get into a relationship with someone you don't see that intimacy with you don't have that level of connection so yeah and you got to build that you do have to build that that doesn't come again we have this you know instant gratification generation where like you know they see you know one or two things and they're like oh yeah no next you know and if you're doing that to like every potential well guess what like and this applies to both you know men and women like now you're what 40 and you're trying to next and now you everything is like lower you're like oh well i guess i can now settle for this now you see yourself settling where like if you would have took that time to build it up and build that intimacy and build that relationship and that trust, it's, it's that work. Y'all would have been on go. It's that time that they don't want to put in. But yeah. people need to be honest with themselves. Do you want to put in the time? Do you want to put, put in, in the, in the work? work? Ain't nobody asking themselves that question. Nah, yeah. you're not asking yourself. You're not the asking the people who, that the question. people who know that they don't want to do that, they're yeah. not asking themselves. And sometimes that opposite person, that partner, is not asking them that question. No. There are a lot of things that don't get talked about that should get talked about. about yeah. It's a whole lot of things. Like I, I get it. The sex is good. We communicate. We, we text each other. We're, oh, we have a few things in common, but man, we gotta we gotta have these tough conversations. We gotta ask We gotta ask mm-hmm. each other these things so that we know. Yeah. So that later on, we can yeah. avoid certain things. Or yeah. if you know, once we had this conversation, that certain things aren't for you, we won't waste each other's time. time. And like, what time is one of the things you can't get back. The only thing in this world you, know you can't get back. You can spend all the amount of money. You can do all the fine and fancy things, but 
you can't get time I can back. make money again. Right. I can't get this time back that I yep. wasted with you. I can make money you know? green. Yeah. I can I can fight and go to court and get my degrees exactly. back if you strip it exactly. from me. Exactly. You know what I'm but saying? But I can't get that time back. I can't get that time. That all comes with being honest at the offset, though, and a lot of people aren't. Like, if, like, if we're being fully transparent a lot, like, the way society is built is that, like, women hold on to sex for a relationship Guys use relationships for sex, which it sucks that it's that way. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. like if yeah. both parties were, you know, I, like I'm a big proponent. You can, you know, talk to anyone in my circle. Like honest communication is the best thing. Like you would be surprised. Like if you find a John and you're like, hey, I just want to, you know, boom, bat and leave. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be like, mm, maybe, okay. maybe not. Or no, you know, yeah. instead yeah. of like prolonging this you know and right. making a motherfucking think like you want to be with them exactly the whole time you don't want nothing from them man nothing but a cat exactly that's it gotta yeah. you, you get got more say success. what you want i feel like you get more success that way Wait, than you more do success with that because like, what you are, want. because i will tell you one thing it's a lot of women out here that want a relationship but know they're not ready mm-hmm. but they still got needs mm-hmm. you know and it's like you say, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to disrespect you. I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do that. And don't think this is like, you know, me trying to just play some game or run. But I'm just dropping knowledge for both sides. Like, be honest with yourself first. If you ain't healed from what Rodney did two years ago, don't go get with Abram. <laughs> Please don't. Abram is not Rodney. He's, exactly. You can't, you can't yeah. project those tendencies right. onto him. him. Right. Exactly. And if right. you haven't healed... From the pain or the strife that Jennifer gave you, sir, don't go get with Melody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, just just say hey, just Melody. say hey, hey. I can't I can't commit myself emotionally to you right now. I might can give you a piece of this physical body, but emotionally, I'm not there. I'm not ready. Mm. And I do I, I do want to make this comment before I dip out. Like another thing my relationship taught me was that like being single is okay like there's yeah. not yeah. it doesn't have to be demonized like you being nah. single is not a bad thing it's fine it's I okay think, it's i think fine. we should you, we should praise being single a little bit more than we do yeah. you learn yourself so much more being single because but in I a relationship you're compromising you guys are learning each other mm-hmm. you know so you're learning yourself with the context of but that being individual single intentionally though that's yeah. the thing a lot of people sit in single in sadness but being single intentionally and being able to turn a motherfucker down when you know you ain't got no other options, yeah. but you know that ain't the fucking one. Yeah, you, you yeah. know she ain't it. She ain't yeah. it, or he ain't, ain't it. Yo, he ain't it. You know it. You're not there yet. You know it, yeah. That and we it. don't be getting there, man. And that's the thing is, like, I, I put this out there for men and women. Then you you sitting here and you communicating with an individual and you done seen the red flags from the second fucking conversation. And I mean that the second conversation you had with them, you done seen the red flags, but then you done messed around and you done got in the bed yep. and the, the every you, time in the meat ain't even that great. Let's be real to, hey. from what I hear from some ladies, the meat ain't really that great, but it's some meat that's consistent yeah. or the go. cat ain't really talking like it should be talking, but it's consistent, but it's consistent but and it's I consistent. can call it and get it when I want to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get that, you get that cloudy vision, man. Exactly. Motherfucker. 
It really is a motherfucker. It's a motherfucker. But that Definitely. also goes back to that integrity because a lot of people, the reason a lot of people demonize being single is because we do have those moments where we're laying in bed at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. And not being real with ourselves. Yeah. And not being, exactly. But it's like, do I want to do this temporary satisfaction that's going to further damage me or do I like wait it out and do the hard thing? Oh, we yeah. get damaged. Mm. We get exactly. damaged. We get damaged because it's quick. It's yeah, easy. It's quick. It's easy yeah. to get damaged, man. Definitely. Definitely. It's easy to get damaged, but yeah. So trust me, laying in the bed alone, it hurt. It do. It hurt, but, but it, it not builds laying, you. But all right, so you laying in the bed and you make the phone call. That can also, that can also hurt you too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that it can. can also in the long it's, run. It's, it's a it's a double edged sword. It really is. It really is a double edged sword. It's a double edged sword. And I think that you know a lot of individuals don't don't look at it that way, and that's the that's the worst part about it is. They don't see where making the phone call is detrimental and not beneficial, you know. And um, I want to answer the question that I asked. Um, who was my first love and how did it shape me as the man that I am today? Um, I was fortunate that my mother was my first love, you know. Um, and she taught me a lot about women, but also about the integral parts of a relationship when I look back on the things that me and my mom did together that were so much intimate. Mm-hmm. And of course it's my mother, so it wasn't really right. physical, you know what I'm saying? But it was that type of intimacy that builds bonds, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, we we ate dinner together. Mm-hmm. Right? When I was, you know, in high school, my brother's about, what, six years older than me, I want to say. So he graduated when I was in, like, seventh grade, something like that. So from, like, eighth grade all the way through high school, it was just me and my mom, mm-hmm. you know, and I was big into sports and did a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But we had a schedule, you know, and we ate dinner together. We talked about our days mm-hmm. together. And, you know, on weekends I was into a lot of stuff. But the weekends I didn't have stuff, we spent time together. Right. You know, we went to the movies, went to the park, you know, Oh, we just sat around the house and watched movies and bullshit out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And those were the things about intimacy that I didn't know back then. But as a man, as I grew, I can look back and I can say, like, dang. You recognize that. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that I see somewhat in my relationship mm-hmm. that work and that, you know, make it happen for right. my relationship at the time. You know, and I think that, you know, for me, it shaped me into understanding the small things mm-hmm. and small in, intimate things that matter inside of a relationship. So I, I just knew that I was blessed to have that. Mm-hmm. And it really gave me a great side of myself. Um, and it's crazy that we paired these two in this, in this um, episode because I can honestly say, like, these two are definitely me looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. It's the good mm-hmm. and it's the bad. Right. You know, and it's like I had the great things about me as being a man and knowing what intimacy was outside of just smashing, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to build and connect with somebody. But where I may have struggled at was the integrity. Yeah. You know, and so I think that, you know, me growing and making mistakes and learning. And getting right with myself on the integrity now on the other side of it, mm. it's like, damn, I feel a lot better 
that now I can say that I mastered both, you know, and I get to the point where it's like, man, I'm good by myself sometimes, you know, it's like, I can just sit here and say like, yeah, that phone call ain't fucking worth it. It ain't worth it. it. Trust me, it's not worth it. It ain't worth it. Or, you know, um, leading someone down a rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm trying to be the person with the carrot on the other end of the rabbit right. hole to save the day, you know? Um, so I think that for me, you know, that's what shaped me into the man I am today. And it's really gave me a softer, tender side. And I appreciate my mom. And I tell her this all the time. I say, you know, you taught me about love. You taught me the things that no man could ever teach me about right. love, you know? And this is not to knock my father because he did teach me a lot of great things about being a man and about love in itself. But the things that matter most to the women that us as men sometimes don't don't get get to see, you know, don't get to experience, don't get to feel, right? you know, because as a man, sometimes it's not, it's, it's a three part learning. You got to see it, you got to do it and you got to feel that shit for it to stick. You know, so for me, I was able to get some of those things from my mother and I, and this is why I appreciate her and I love her to death to this day is because she didn't realize that she was doing these things. She was just being her. She was just being her. She was just being a mom. You know what I'm saying? She loved her son. We spend time together. We do this. We do that. She had conversation with me. She she cared to the point that the matter is if I was upset, she said, well, why? What make you feel the way you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, not oh, that's okay, or oh, okay, you upset? No, son, explain to me why. Right. She challenged me yeah. to understand my feelings. That's great. That's great. That's great that she challenged you to yeah. to get you to say it. Yeah, you say it. You hear it. You hear it. You understand it. it. You could become more in tune with that. We don't. We don't. We don't get it. We don't. Get we don't. That we shit. don't get that like at all. Some of us do. Some of us are fortunate to um. To experience that, but a lot of us don't get that. Nah, and a lot of us deal with that later on in life in our adult relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of us make those mistakes. Yeah, because this is the first time where you actually said something, and someone actually allowed you to elaborate on what yeah. you felt, and yeah. not just was like, "Oh, it's gonna be all right, baby." Oh, don't worry about it, babe. Like mm-hmm. they just hating on you at the job, right? Or don't worry about it. You gonna get through. You a man. This happens. Nah. Yeah, you a man. But why do you feel the way you feel? What is that connection? What is, what is that strife that's it's pulling from on you? That's making you feel this way. Yeah. So what about you, man? How do you feel about the question? What? What? My first love was my daughter. Wow. Um, You talking about now? You know, I'm not necessarily. I'm not hard. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not anything like that. But having her like the softest thing in my world mm-hmm. so it instantly makes you like putty like you know yeah. what i'm saying you're the, you're, the, you're the softest thing so you know you you naturally i guess for me naturally i became more in tune with uh my own emotional side because i think seeing her um uh be born mm-hmm. first tears i cry oh man and not on some um like don't want to be seen, you know. You know mm-hmm. when you cry, you don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to like, like boo. It was joyful boo. cry. Everybody and my mother was like, you get what yeah. I'm saying. So that was a, the first moment where I experienced that type of love. 
Mm. I was able to be so free, more even, even still. So would you say that was the first time in your life where you could emotionally connect to your physical feeling? Yes. That's yes. deep. Very first time. That's deep, man. Very first time. I'm, I'm, it, it was, you just, it was, it was like a, it was like instant. a life switch, just instant. Mm-hmm. As soon as she was there, as soon as I touched it, it was, that was it. That was it. That was it. I mean, of course, uh, you know, living life and things like that. Some, certain certain emotions and things you will hold back, but if it, anything pertaining to my children and that mm-hmm. type of, I'm, 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 that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm soft. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm a softy. But that opened the door for other emotions. Exactly. That I may not have uh, known about or even wanted to deal with. Yeah, definitely. So it, it probably also helped that she was a little girl and dealing with women and things like that. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm just softer mm-hmm. in that regard. It made me softer with my son. It made me softer with my mother, uh, their mom, um, just women in general. Yeah. Even the ones we, you know what I'm saying, we may write off, whatever, but yeah. it just makes you softer. So my first love really just opened my eyes and my heart, for real, mm-hmm. to just an abundance of emotions, man. Yeah, definitely. That's deep. That's dope, man. I I, I can kind of second that. I have a son, um, and, you know, maybe one day I'll have a daughter and I'll be able to feel it from your perspective. But I'll just say, you know, from... For me with my son, you know, um, and until you have a kid, you don't really understand or you don't really know these things. But, you know, when you have a kid, the the child comes to the father if he's present first. Mm-hmm. You know, they take the baby out and they show him to you together. But then they take the lady off and they have to, you know, stitch yeah. her up sometimes or make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't lose so much blood. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And they put the baby with you. And a nurse, yeah. you know, and sometimes I remember vividly, you know, my wife at the time, you know, it was probably about two hours. They were dealing with her, just making sure that everything was okay. And it was me and the baby, me and my son, mm-hmm. you know, and even at that point, you know, the nurses had hooked him up to the thing, the monitor. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it was just me and him in a room, yeah. you know, and those first few moments, those emotions and those feelings that you're talking about are just out of this freaking man, world, It's kind of man. overwhelming in a sense. Yeah. Just, yeah. It all I, just hits you. Yeah. I, I can honestly say, you know, when he opened his eyes to make his first tears as an individual, I had probably cried three, four times before <laughs> yeah. that. You know? Yeah. Just because the magnitude of the moment is something about, you know, the recreation of life that when you see it and you know it's you and you, you like I said, you connect that physical feeling with that emotional intel feeling, man, is something powerful. Yeah. It's something powerful about that. And I say that because as men, we have to get there with more situations in our lives. Yeah. We do. You know, we can say out our mouths, I love this woman or, you know, I, um, you know, I vow to her, or I do this or I do that. And you physically do it. But sometimes that's mean we don't emotionally bring that connection. Yeah. And I think that's where we lose sometimes yeah. is that we don't bring that emotional connection that gives us that extra balance inside of the relationship mm. to be soft when we need to be soft or to care when we need to care. You know, and I look at the situation where, you know, there was a lot of people um, 
lot of people taking jabs at um at Russell Wilson when he said, you know, my biggest fear in life is losing my wife, you know, and it's a lot of people that missed that, you know, they thought it was the physical, yeah, but it really when I heard it, when I read it, it was just like that's power, not that he's given to her, but he's given to himself. He knows by he respecting. His emotional intelligence is on another fucking level that yeah. you niggas don't even understand. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and a lot won't, unfortunately. Never will. A lot won't. You know what I'm saying? And and not to say that I could agree wholeheartedly with whatever he was saying, you know, but at the same time, I think that, you know, you have to realize that... um. You know, you have to realize that sometimes you um you have to get to the point where you're okay with oneself, and that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Is you okay with what you feel internally and emotionally, and you respect it, and you give it a place on the surface, right? Because there's a lot of times where things happen, and we don't give it a place. We bury it as men, man. Yeah, we, we, we try to keep it buried. We put it underneath that rug and try to make sure that rug don't move. Yeah. But that rug is always going to move. We standing on the motherfucker. It moves going, every time going, we move. It's going to shift. And yeah. we, we got to get past that. I want more of us to be able to experience the things that we talking about right here. Because it's important. Yeah. It's important. You miss out on a lot. You miss out on a lot you miss of out shit. on a lot about not being able to be in tune with those emotions. I get most of us are... You know, solution based and logical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we got We just had to just it's just embedded in us. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with logic. Yeah, there's, and, and there's nothing wrong with it at all. But it's a healthy balance between being logical and being emotional. Exactly. You be able to have both of them. You gotta have both. Yeah. You gotta be able to. I I think like I just reverted back to a moment with my son. You know, there was a moment in time where he was doing something, and I. I felt he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. But inside of that, I had to get to the point where I said, this is a teaching moment. Am I going to respond with logic and scold him? Or am I going to allow this to be a teaching moment and respond with emotion and give him a side of me right. that he needs? Right. Because men, young boys need to see their fathers emotional. Yeah. Young boys need to see their fathers say, I'm not so much pissed off about what you did, but I'm in disgust, hurting that you would think that was the right thing right. to do after everything you've watched me do. Right. You know, right. that you would make that mistake. It hurt me more than yeah. you getting in trouble right. because I felt as if I've taught you better than that. Right. And you know better than that. And you chose to do the wrong thing. Right. You know, and it's not to say like, that you soft as a man, but it's to say that you real and that you give a shit yeah, about your kids you and that you understand like, hey, at a young age, I have to instill balance inside of these individuals. Not if just if we raising men, but if we raising daughters, because let's be real. Sometimes these women out here, man, they're strong as a fucking ox yeah. and they don't have to be. Yeah, they don't have to be. They so, don't have to be. you know. Um, I think that that would just be something for me with any man out there that has a kid, like understanding the balance of disciplinarian mm -hmm. and teacher. Yeah. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. Everything. And I think 
in manhood, as you grow, you'll get better to understand and know when it's time to be a disciplinarian and when it's time to be a teacher. Yeah. And when you're a teacher, that doesn't always mean that it comes with some physical act. Right. It could just be a straight, raw emotion conversation. And, you know, and my son is not that old to where we've had those situations yet to where mm-hmm. he can understand it. But I long for the day to where when it, happens. it happens and I can say, yo, man, you really disappointed me today. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to tell you why, you know, and I ain't got to raise my voice. You don't have to. I ain't got to put my hands on. None of that. I can just look him straight in the face and I yeah. can give it to him raw. Yeah. And say, hey, this is what it is. And yeah. this is how we're going to move Forward. From here from forward, here on now, this how you we know, move. this how we gonna rock it out. It's just those those regular conversations, man. They hold so much weight. Yeah, then a, then an ass woman. Hell yeah, dude. Hold so much weight. Just yeah. like I'm huge on just talking to my kids. Yeah, talk to them. Like you know, we got the one parent who may be you know ready to rock off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's ready to discipline. And and that's, and if that's your parenting style, fine. I'm more of the. Cause I don't, I don't want to do no work by, by beating you. I want to talk to you. I need, I need, I need to know what it is that you thought was happening when you did whatever yeah. it is that you're I need to before. understand, right? And I want you to understand that regardless of what you do, whether it be right or wrong, I'm going to be here, and I'm going to be here for you and with you. But I want you to be able to always know that you have to be able to talk. I don't want to just say, "Hey, you're in trouble. You get beat and send you off somewhere because you didn't learn anything." Nope, you're gonna make that mistake right. tomorrow. You, do it. You, you can do it again. Because yeah. in, in a minute, you're gonna become immune to these ass whoopings. Yeah. In a minute, it's not gonna phase you. Nope. In a minute, you're gonna be bigger than me. Yep. And I'm not gonna wanna fight another man, yep. right? So let's do something else. Yep. Let's do something else. Let's that's, do something that's else. That's deep, man. That's deep, man. I um I definitely, definitely appreciate you, man, for for rocking with me, man, on I this thank episode. You. I thank you. It's definitely it's definitely one for the culture, I will Absolutely. say. You know? Absolutely. I can't wait to to put this out there and to really to really pour into promoting it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think that a lot of times we do things and it's it's just for show, man. But I wanna say, you know, publicly on this that this this shit ain't for show. Oh, it's real. Know? This this, this is, is real life. This you know, it's real life. It's real this it's is real everyday life. stuff everyday stuff and it's and it's the growth that needs to be put out there and pushed forward that um you know we we as a community have to continue to bond and continue to grow over these principles of life you know yeah and understand even when we make mistakes as a man we have to connect it back to our childhood and that's why i asked the question i asked if you never if you never seen love if you never had a first love or your first love with some little chick 10th grade that hurt you. That's what it is. But what did you learn from that shit? Right. You know, everybody's story not going to be like you and ours. Right. You know, ours was, was pure love. Right. You know, was right. that love that don't, don't really hurt. Yeah. It only teach. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, but sometimes everybody's not fortunate to do that. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I do want to give you an opportunity to, Plug your socials here, man, so we can get up out of here. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Chilling with Juice Pod. Uh, follow me on Twitter, and I'm I'm chilling. Um, you can stream my podcast on every streaming platform there is. I appreciate you, brother, for having me on, man. Shout Definitely, out to you, man. man. I appreciate you for stopping through, man. We done 
and then came all the way out here to be more man. It's, it's, it's definitely a blessing to to be amongst like minded brothers, man, absolutely, and, man, absolutely, and people that are about positivity. You know, we can we can laugh and joke and we can talk and we can kick it all night, but when it's time to grow, we need to grow. We need to grow. You know, gotta happen. So definitely, man, and I appreciate um Sam, you know, for dropping in. I know he had to run, but I uh, appreciate for him for his nuggets, man, and mm-hmm. um. You know who this is, man. Half of LNA podcast. This is L. You know you can follow me at um, executive underscore L, and um, the gentleman oh nine on Twitter goes down on Twitter, man. <laughs> Definitely goes down on Twitter. Definitely, man. So um, appreciate you guys for tuning in for another edition of LNA podcast. Without the lovely A, this was the man cave edition. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs>